going on, everyone? Welcome back, or if it's your first time, welcome to the Shooting the Shot podcast. Before I get into today's episode, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Community Donut on Instagram. It's run by Zach Charbonneau. Community Donut is a local up-and-coming donut shop located in Leamington, Ontario. He makes everything from scratch. It's all handmade, and it's all fresh ingredients and local ingredients. He has all kinds of donuts and unique flavors. They're really big, they're really good, and they're affordable. They're not too expensive. They're cheap, but they're really good donuts. They fill you up, and it's local, so why not support it? If you want to have more information on this, Make sure to follow him on Instagram at Community Donut. His Instagram will be in my story on Instagram when I post the update about this episode coming out. So if you're from the Essex, Leamington, Kingsville area, make sure to follow him on Instagram and DM him about prices, flavors, and where you can pick up your donuts. He loves giving back to the community. He's supporting me in my podcast, so I like what he's doing. I like that he's really involved in the community and likes to support as many people as he can. So I thought it would be great if I could give him a quick shout out. So it would mean a lot if you guys went to his Instagram, dropped him a follow and checked out and even got some donuts. So that's all. Let's get into today's episode. All right. So for today's episode, I'm going to be going over my Instagram story. I put out a question asking you to comment down below your favorite teams and I would give my opinion on what I would do if I was the GM for that team before the trade deadline that is tomorrow. So for the first team that I decided to put my general manager cap on was the Detroit Pistons. Detroit is currently 15th in the east. They have a record of 12 and 30. Now that's pretty bad. Everyone kind of expected that from Detroit. Looking at their roster, they do not have much going for them. Now, they are currently in a rebuild, so, you know, I like they're allowed to be bad if you're in a rebuild. But right now, personally, before this trade deadline, I would look to trade Jeremy Grant. Yes, I know. People are like, probably are like, what? Trade Jeremy Grant? Isn't he their number one option? Yes, he is, but I think he's just too valuable to be on a team this bad. I think they need to continue to focus on this rebuild, focus on their young core. Sadiq Bey has been playing really well. Killian Hayes is currently hurt, but next year he's going to come back, and I think he's going to be the starting point guard. And then you have Isaiah Stewart, a rookie big, and he's playing really well. So if you can trade Jeremy Grant for some young guys, some role players, or some assets, I think that'd be great and just continue that rebuild and keep on rolling. So the next team I'm going to make a trade with or a trade for is the Memphis Grizzlies. They are currently 10th in the West and they have a record of 20 wins and 20 losses. Now, if I'm Memphis, I want to focus on my young core. Right away, I'm not trading my young, solid guys. So I'm not going to be looking to give away, obviously, John Morant. I'm not going to be looking to trade Jaron Jackson Jr. or Brandon Clark. Anyone else, though, you know, they maybe are up on the chopping block. If I'm Memphis and I miss the playoffs with no Jaron Jackson Jr. playing, I'm not really worrying about it too much. We're a young team. We're in that rebuild kind of process. So we're focusing on next year and years to come. 
I would hope that we make playoffs, but again, if not, it's not the end of the world. If we wanted to this year look to make it further in the playoffs, I would look to add a young, small forward. Now, Dylan Brooks is playing fairly good, and he's actually like he's pretty good. He has a decent chemistry with John Morant. But what I would do, I would trade Justice Winslow, who's 25 years old right now, making 13 million. He's a small forward. And I would package him with Grayson Allen, who's 25. He's a guard. So if I'm Memphis, I'm sending Justin Winslow, Grayson Allen to possibly Detroit for Jeremy Grant. Now, financially, this works. All the trades that I have come up with work financially. Um, I've put them in a trade simulator. So these all work financially, contract-wise, but it might not work value-wise. Now, when I say that, um, young rookies are on rookie contracts, so they don't make a lot, but they have high value and teams won't want to get rid of them versus an older guy with a bad contract who has little value in a team is willing to shop. So Justice Winslow value for Memphis is probably a two to three star. Grayson Allen is probably a two out of five. And Jeremy Grant on the Pistons is probably a four. So value-wise, I don't know if Detroit would take this, but Memphis, if I could maybe toss in a pick with Justice Winslow and Grayson Allen, I would definitely look to add Jeremy Grant. The next team moving on, I'm going to talk about the Raptors. The Toronto Raptors, I don't know what they're doing right now. They're kind of, they're not, they're not in rebuild status yet, but they're also not in possible championship talks either. So, I don't know. I think you have to either choose, let's try and win another ring this year or next year, or say, you know what, this isn't working out. Let's blow this team up and hit the rebuild button. So, there currently is a rumor uh, right now that the 76ers have offered Matisse Thibel, Tyrese Maxey, and Danny Green for Kyle Lowry. Now, as the Raptors were currently sitting at 11th with a record of 17 and 26, we could possibly make playoffs, but I wouldn't bet money on them making it out of the first round. So, am I willing to give up Lowry? I think so. I think the Raptors' best move is to rebuild and shop around Lowry. I was talking about that last episode or two episodes ago. So with this 76ers trade, I don't know Matisse Thibel. He's a small forward or a guard. He can probably give you about maybe 10 points with good playing time, but he is an amazing defender. Tyrese Maxey is a rookie guard who has shown a lot of potential and already he's pretty skilled. Danny Green, oof, Danny Green's Danny Green. I don't know if a lot of people that watch basketball actually like this guy. He's a air quote, three-point specialist, but this guy cannot hit threes. So his value is not good whatsoever. Um, he's one of those guys that's known for shooting threes, and he can either go six for eight in the game or go one for 12. So he's a hit or miss. If I'm the Raptors, if I'm not getting a first-round pick with these guys, I'm not taking that trade from the 76ers. I also heard a rumor that the Heat, Miami Heat, have offered 
Duncan Robinson, Precious Achua, Kelly Olynyk, and Kendrick Nunn for Kyle Lowry. So with this trade right here, what I see is that the Heat are desperate. The Heat are willing, uh, willing to give up four solid players. Duncan Robinson, probably a three-star value kind of guy. Maybe, maybe four on the right team. He's a crazy shooter. He's tall. He's got decent defense. Precious Achua, he's a young big who is playing really well. So he's got probably three, four-star value because he's so young. Kelly Olenek is probably a two, maybe three-star value kind of guy. He's a decent big offensively and defensively. And then Kendrick Nunn, he's a young guard who I think would be great on the, Rap on the Raptors. And all the Raptors have to do is give up Kyle Lowry. Now, I don't know if it's just Kyle Lowry or Kyle Lowry and Norman Powell. But if it is Lowry and Powell, I'm still taking this trade. If I'm the Raptors and I can acquire Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, Kelly Olenek, and Precious, that's crazy. You got Fred Van Vliet running your point guard or Kendrick Nunn. Uh, Kendrick Nunn or Fred Van Vliet at shooting guard. Small forward, you got OG, power forward, you got uh, Pascal, and center, you could run Olenek and have Duncan Robinson come off the bench along with Precious Achua. Like, that's crazy. I think that would be an amazing move for both the Heat and the Raptors. I do think the Heat, I mean, I do think the Raptors would definitely benefit more from this trade, though, in the long run. Now, personally... I would like the Raptors to either get rid of Lowry or Siakam. If they keep Lowry, I think they definitely need to get rid of Siakam. I don't really like this guy. He's a great player, regular season, but playoff, I just don't see him stepping up too much. Uh, last, last year, regular season, he was averaging 23 points, and come playoffs last year, he dropped six points to then average 17 points in the playoffs. If my number two option on my team is averaging six points less than what he was in regular season, I'm not a fan of that. I don't like that. I don't really care about how good a player is if they can't perform to that level or better when it comes time for playoffs. So personally, I'm looking to trade Siakam. He's got a pretty big contract but he's young so I think a lot of teams would like him and they could get something decent for this guy moving on we got the Brooklyn Nets now they are second in the east with a record of 30 and 14 and they don't even have Kevin Durant playing right now and I don't think he's played for probably 10 games maybe more and they're still winning a lot of games so this is pretty scary I personally don't think they need to worry too much they need to really only look to get defensive depth I said that probably two episodes ago episode two I talked about possible trades but the moment the Nets get defensive depth I think it's almost a guaranteed championship spot so what they could do if they wanted to do that this year is maybe look to shop Spencer Dinwiddie Contract-wise, he's making $11 million on a two-year, and he's a great offensive player and a pretty good defensive guard. So 
I, I just think he's one of those guys like Jeremy Grant. He's very valuable, but to come off the bench and then you're still going to have Kyrie, James Harden, Kevin Durant playing alongside you, I don't think he's going to do what he's capable of. So if he can't reach that full potential, I think ship him off and try and get something back. I would like to see him go to the Magic for Michael Carter-Williams and Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac is currently injured, but adding Michael Carter-Williams right now onto their bench would be great for them, I think. He's decent offensively, but he is a great guard defender. Um, Jonathan Isaac is, again, one of those guys. He's only making $7 million, but I think he's high-valued. He's really young. He's a great defender. He's tall. He's kind of like that Giannis-type player. He's a decent shooter. He's an athletic, tall, small forward. So I think he's probably valued a little too high for the Orlando Magic to get rid of him for Spencer Dinwiddie. But if the Magic like this, I'm 100% pulling the trigger with this for this year and next year um, if I'm the Nets. If I can't get those Michael Carter-Williams and Jonathan Isaac, I'm looking to pursue Marvin Begley. But again, he's young, so he might be valued very high. So if I can't get Marvin Begley, I'm trying to look at JaVale McGee from Cleveland. Again, he's one of those bigs who succeeds on teams that can shoot, where he doesn't have to do anything on offense besides catch a lob and block some shots. If I can't land JaVale, I'm looking for a small forward or a guard that is just a, def a defensive specialist. Now, they don't have a lot of assets after acquiring James Harden. They gave a lot of their picks away, future picks. So you, it's hard for them to add depth because they have so much money into their main three guys. But if they can shop low, shop cheap, you know, I would say 100% do it. Next team we got is the New York Knicks. Now, the Knicks are 7th in the East with a record of 22-22. and 22. Now, it's surprising that the Knicks are the 7th team right now. They're playing very well behind Julius Randle. You know, he's doing his thing, and R.J. Barrett has stepped up this year. Alfred Payton's coming off the bench doing his thing. Now with Derrick Rose added to the team, they're actually looking pretty solid. If I would make one move, though, I would try and get Seti Osman from Cleveland for Kevin Knox straight up. Now, Cleveland, I think, would like this because they get a young, more athletic guy in Kevin Knox. And the Knicks, I think, would like this because they get another, you know, he is still young, but he is a more offensively rounded player. Seti Osman will get you... 12 points if he has the ball I think coming off the bench he'd be great offensively lower the stress from Julius Randle and others give some scoring to him and he's also a decent defender so I think that would be good now for playoffs I think you just hope to make the playoffs make it maybe if you make it out of the first round I say that's a great season for this year's Knicks if you can make it out of the first round lose in the second round I think you're in good position to show superstars or stars that, you know what, if we had you on our team, we could actually do something. We made it this far and we only have one all-star on our team. Now imagine if we added you, 
we could possibly look for a deep playoff run. So I think that the Knicks are in a solid position right now. And if they can kind of stay, maybe add one player, I think they're they're really good. Next up, we got the Dallas Mavericks. They're currently eighth in the West, and they have a record of 22 and 19. If I'm them, I'm looking for guard or small forward depth. Now, the Mavericks are a decent team, but I think they're decent because of Luka. I mean, obviously they're decent because of Luka, but I mean their role players play to their standards because Luka allows them to. He's a really good shot creator, space creator. He can create for others, so I think they're playing well because of Luka. So I think if you can add some more solid role players, that would be great. My trade that I would do is definitely get rid of Kristaps. Um, he's injury prone. He also apparently causes a lot of drama in locker rooms. So I would love to move Kristaps. I would trade Kristaps to the Portland Trailblazers. Now this is kind of odd, but I think Kristaps would be a perfect fit alongside Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. He's a Kristaps is a guy that can shoot the ball really well, and he's also a great defender. So if I'm the Mavericks, I'm trading Kristaps to Portland for Robert Covington, Nazir Little, and Rodney Hood. Robert Covington, he's a defensive guy and can shoot the three, so I think he'd be great on the Mavericks. Nazir Little, he's young, not making much money, and he's, again, one of those guys who has a lot of potential. So I think alongside Luka, he'd be very, very good. And Rodney Hood as a backup guard or possibly even a starting guard. Um, he's averaging around 10, I think maybe even more this year on Portland. So if you can give him the ball when Luka's on the bench, I think he can do do, a, do his thing for the Dallas Mavericks and they can actually make a deep run into the playoffs if they required these three players. And next up, we got Golden State. Golden State Warriors are currently ninth in the West, and they actually have no Clay Thompson. So for them to be doing this well with no Clay Thompson, I see that as a win already this season. Other than that, if I want to make a deep playoff push this year, I don't think they're going to win a chip whatsoever. So I like I don't know why they would make a move this year. I would kind of wait to see when Clay comes back, what the team looks like with him. But right now, I'm not a huge fan of Andrew Wiggins on the Warriors. You know, he's doing his thing, but I think he could be playing better, and I think he's one of those medium value players. He has a large contract, though, so it's going to be hard to get rid of him. But I think if the Warriors can trade Andrew Wiggins to the Hawks, the Hawks would definitely benefit from having Wiggins. So the trade that I came up with is you send Wiggins to the Hawks for Chris Dunn, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and Solomon Hill. Now, Chris Dunn isn't getting much playing time in Atlanta. Bogdan is hit and miss. He does his thing every once in a while, but I think if you add him to Golden State, he'll definitely play to his full potential alongside Steph and Clay. You could put him at the small forward next season. Chris Dunn is a great um, guy coming off the bench for you. Uh, he can He's young. He's a good defender. And I think he could get you almost 10 points coming off the bench for Golden State. Solomon Hill is just in there to uh, make up some, uh, some money. 
because Andrew Wiggins has such a big contract, he doesn't have much value to that Hawks team. So financially, they would just throw him in there to make that trade go through. If you're not looking to trade Wiggins, I would almost say trade James Wiseman. I know the second overall pick, why would you want to trade it away after one year on your team? Well, I think he just doesn't fit well with the Warriors. I mean, I definitely think Personally, I think he fits well with the Warriors, but I don't think the Warriors think he fits well with them. They like to play fast, small ball, and he doesn't fit that. He's a really good big man. I think he's seven foot almost. So they're not using him to a second overall pick kind of potential. So he has high, high value around the league. Now, mind you, his contract is very low. So trading him might be a little bit hard to get back something as valuable as him with the amount of money he's making. But if you can find something financially that works and you can get maybe a small forward, power forward, maybe even a smaller center, run Draymond at power forward, maybe like John Collins. That would be really cool to see John Collins on the Warriors. I think he'd be a great fit for them. So maybe James Wiseman, John Collins kind of thing. But financially, I don't know about that. Moving on to the last team that I had, we have the Denver Nuggets. Right now, the Denver Nuggets are the fifth seed, and they are 26-17. and 17. So this team is really good. They're one of the best teams in the league, obviously sitting at that number five spot. But do I think that they can win a ring with the team they have? No, I don't. This is one of those teams, kind of like the Raptors, where they love to make the playoffs, but they don't usually do much. Last year, they made it far, but again, I don't see them winning at all. So right now, if I can make a move, I would get rid of Jermichael Green and RJ Hampton. Jermichael Green... Uh, he's a small forward, power forward. He's making his he's making a decent amount of money, but he's not being used, and he's not that great. But RJ Hampton, he's young. He has a really high ceiling, and the Denver Nuggets aren't using him that much. So what I would do if I'm the Nuggets, I want to send Jermichael Green and RJ Hampton to the Miami Heat for. Kelly Olynyk and Duncan Robinson. So I think if uh, Nuggets could add some big man depth with Kelly Olynyk, that would be great. And then if they could add a shooter and defender in Duncan Robinson onto their team, I think they would honestly actually kind of have a shot. I think they would have more of a shot if they added those two guys and they swapped those two players. Now, if I'm if I'm Miami. I'm looking at Jermichael Green is eh, he's kind of taking up a lot of space with our cap room. But RJ Hampton, he's young, he's athletic, and he has a high ceiling. So maybe not taking it this year looking for a championship run. But if I'm Miami in the long run, I'm looking at RJ Hampton. He's high value. I like him. So I would like him on the team. So that's that. Those are my that's my opinion on what I would do if I was those teams before the trade deadline tomorrow. So I'm probably going to come up with another episode maybe later in the week, maybe even like Saturday, Sunday. It'll be up on my story. Make sure to follow me on Instagram to stay updated with everything. 
That's at shooting the shot. Um, again, thank you for all the support. So uh, once this all these trades go through tomorrow, I'd love to have someone come on and talk through all the trades and our opinions on them. So if again, if you want to come on the episode in a few days, talk about the potential trades, you can reach out to me on Instagram or if you have any of my personal stuff, you can text me or uh, send me something on Snapchat and we'll try and get that all hooked up. So thank you guys for listening. I'm still having fun with this podcast thing. You know, I'm, I get a lot of people liking it. Um, there's a lot of support. There is some negativity, but again, I don't really care. Obviously, there's going to be some negativity, so not, it doesn't really bother me. But thank you again to everyone who's encouraging me to keep going. And I am, so I'm excited. Episode 4 down. Hopefully, Episode 5 is going to be pretty exciting. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.